Good morning. It's great to be with you and thank you for joining us, particularly maybe if it's your first time and uh, perhaps later on you're now watching uh, in catch up as well. We're looking at a, a short series over the next couple of weeks um, called Run to Win and uh, uh, I'll explain where we go in the next few moments. Some years ago I was in a, a mentoring relationship. I, I was being um, mentored as a leader by uh, a, an, another leader and uh, I, I'd gone for some advice and um, it, it was a, a period in my life as a, a Christian and as a pastor where I'd hit a bit of a brick wall and I didn't know what was the way ahead and in in the conversation I was bemoaning certain things and what was happening and what should I do and and I, to be honest if I'm really honest I just felt like giving up this was quite some time ago and in the course of the discussion uh, the, the, this person that was uh, mentoring me um, listened to listen very carefully to what I said didn't say too much and and then uh, after I'd gushed out all of this stuff uh, they basically said you, you know what you need to do Adrian I'm gonna suggest to you is um, you need to run through the pain barrier if you want to step out if you want to take time out that's entirely up to you but my encouragement to you would be run through the pain barrier and they were going to help me do that. So I said, what do you mean? Well, they talked about this idea of a runner, how the runner um, gets to a stage in the race, they've been training for a long time, and uh, you get either a, a stitch or, or your legs start to go, and you, you, f and you just feel like giving up. But uh, if you've done the training, uh, and you, you, you just run through it. You might slow down a little bit, but you keep going. You don't just pull to the side, because then you'll, you'll just stop and not, not come back. But you just keep going. If you just hang on in there and keep going and keep focused and get your focus back, you'll get your breath back, the pains will start to subside, and then you can you get a second wind, as it were, and you go again. And this is what they were saying to me. I sort of thought about that. It wasn't what I wanted to hear at the time. I, I was hoping I could do this or do that. And um, But I took it on board, and I did just that. I uh, got a second breath, and um, the rest is history. And I, I kept on, I got back in and ran on. And so the, this short series is, is in a couple of parts, Run to Win, really comes out of my own experience. Uh, it's not just a theory, but uh, I actually did this and I hope and pray that it will help you uh, uh, as it helped me at the time. Uh, there's the pain, but there's also the joy of uh, running through. Um, Paul uh, says to the Corinthian church, in 1 Corinthians 9 verses 24 to 25 and uh, one of the verses sort of is our main uh, verse for this short series he says uh, do you not know that in a race all the runners run and only one gets the prize and then this is the punchline he says run in such a way as to get that prize run in such a way as to get that prize so that you will get to the destination that God has for you that's the prize the prize isn't a crown or, or a medal or a, or a gold star or whatever it is but it's it's the destination that God has for each one of us as people and beings on the face of this planet and there has to be a certain way you have to run and sometimes run through the pain to get to that final destination and, and that's where I want to go over these next few minutes and um, so you know how, do, how are we going to do that and uh, you know each one of us has to to uh, run our own race. You've got to run your own race. I found out that I had to run my race, not someone else's race, 
but my own race. You know, some years ago, and this is quite a few years ago now, uh, I um, ran a half marathon. I know, you're looking at me thinking, you could never do that. This was some time ago. It was the Great North Run. I lived in the Northeast, my lovely family. And um, I remember training with a friend in church, and we trained for months and months and months. And I was reasonably fit. I wasn't super, I was never gonna do it in a record time, but I, I was pretty confident that, uh, that I could you know, make the, the full half marathon. And uh, there we were at the start line, and off we went. And um, what got me initially was that there were all these people. I was going at quite a good pace, a reasonable pace, but yet there was always someone whizzing by me, going by me, going by over there. Um, I was even overtaken by a chicken. There was a guy in a chicken costume carrying buckets with money in, and he went vroom, right like, like, like past me. It's a bit like road running, beep, beep, and off he went right like by me. And I was thinking, wow, I can't do that. I can't run like this, run like that. I had to decide to run my own race. Runners have a PB, a personal best, and this is what they do. And this is what a runner does, is that they have in their mind their race, their journey, and not look across, and not look to the left, and compare yourself. And perhaps that is one of the greatest dangers of our lives, and our walk of our, our race, or our, our walk as a Christian, and our walk of faith, and our, the lives that we conduct, is that on social media, whether it's Instagram, or what you know whatsapp or facebook or whatever whatever you're, you're you're using is that we can compare ourselves everyone's got a better race a better life they're doing this and i'm not doing that you've got to find your niche you've got to find your place and when you do that you'll get the prize you'll get to that place that god has for you and that god has for i so how do we do that how am I going to do that? How are you going to do that? Well, I, there's, a, there's a few things. I'd like to read uh, from Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. And uh, there are just three simple things that we can do. It says, in Hebrews 12, Paul speaks of a, a race that we can run again. He refers to this a number of times. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked for us fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Three things. Number one is this, start well. A runner starts well, runs well, and then finishes well. So first thing, start well. Says uh, there, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. We need to start well. You know, it's the start that will often determine our finish. You know, when you're watching a 100 meter sprint at the Olympics, they get the right start, it will determine the, a, a, a good finish. You notice there in verse one, Paul refers to, says, throw off everything that hinders. The word there means weighed down, caught up, and uh, entangled. The sin that tangles us, catches us up in this world, and um, weighs things and thoughts and hearts and habits and attitudes that weigh us down, that, that lie heavy on our lives. You know, a runner doesn't want to be distracted, um, caught up by the crowd, or distracted by others. 
if you notice they turn up with their sunglasses on their ear pods in they're in the, getting in the zone because they're just concentrating on what is ahead and uh, and, th and this is what um paul is is saying and so um you know what habits what negative ways of thinking do, do you have um even good things that we can be caught up in there it can be even good things in our lives pastimes that we can be so caught up in and caught up in other people's lives and other things that we can distract us in our uh, good walk or our good run or our good race in our journey of faith with god and so he says there throw off everything that hinders everything that hinders in other words pray give them to him now again and again and again i can't do that i know people that say i could never do this or i could never do that do you think like that it's it weighs you down it plays on your mind are you always comparing yourself to others they're better this throw off everything that hinders not your friendships you're not liking what other people are doing but don't let it compare and get to you and we have to come again and again otherwise we get tangled up in stuff second thing is to run well um, if we're to start well is to run well it says and let us run with perseverance verse one the race marked out for us the the race marked out for us and he goes on to say fixing our eyes on jesus two things in running well there run with perseverance and fix our eyes on jesus the word perseverance means patient endurance steady active persistence as one translation endurance patient endurance steady active persistence practice persistence steady you know um, the idea there is a practice practicing the basics a runner will practice 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 hours you know even the greatest olympians who win gold after gold after gold have put thousands and thousands of hours in practice and uh, the basics you know, talk about being a practicing i'm a practicing christian you know the basics of life in our devotion to god our reading of his word uh, our, our, our our communion with him in, in talking in prayer it's practice it's not something i have to do it's a life relationship persistence again and again and again putting it into practice coming again and again and again you know jesus said give us this day our daily bread this is coming to god there's this coming again and again and again and speaking and loving and receiving his love sometimes there will be pain in that you know but we're to push there's this idea of push through the pain barrier sometimes i'm not telling you you've got to do this but as we as a runner pushes through the pain barrier they get to their prize the destination that place we don't make any progress sometimes without pushing past the pain as it were and the situation and he says with persistence and perseverance the course that's marked out for us god has a path for you and me isn't that amazing i don't have to mark it out but he's got a great path for you it's marked for you and so the father knows and loves you and cares for you and has got good plans for you and there's a course that's marked for you that's incredible he just wants you to follow him and uh, to to keep in step with him goes on to say fixing our eyes on jesus there it means to fix your eyes on jesus with persistence if we're going to run well it means to turn away from distraction 
and turn towards him. In other words, keep him in sight and view. I've been saying this a lot just lately. It's not a glance, but a gaze. As a Christian, we don't just glance Christianity. I can't just glance and look up on a screen and now and again turn up or now and again have a flick through the Bible. But there's a gaze on his face, on him, God, on Jesus, on the Holy Spirit. And there's this keeping, and it's very interesting, the word there is fixing, fix your eyes on. This is something that we do again and again. It's, it's a gaze, it's not a glance. As I was saying, gaze will always amaze. When you fix your eyes, when you keep Jesus in focus in your life, in your heart, in your family, in, in your own heart, for your life, your, your aspirations, you know, in, in work, in, in, in our lives, we'll be amazed at his goodness, we'll be amazed that we'll come through difficult and even trying times. He's the wonder-working God. And uh, Paul writing to the believers in a place called Galatia, uh, modern-day Turkey says, keep in step with the Spirit in, in, in Galatians 5. And the idea there is keep focused, keep fixed, keep your gaze. And that's how we'll be able to run and not grow weary, be able to keep our path and the prize of doing what God wants us to do and fulfilling ourselves in, uh, his, uh, in our lives in, in his hand. When we practice our gaze, um, we'll know his hand, we'll, we'll know um, his goodness. And so I would say, how and when do you practice your gaze on Jesus, on the Father? Um, it's not about doing devotions, but being devoted. So uh, I'd now look upon my own devotional time and moments throughout the, the part, part of the day as not, I've got to go and do devotions now, but my devotion, my gaze, my, I'm looking to fix and focus my eyes on him. And finally, um, it says finish well. With this we come to conclusion. A, a good race, we, we finish well. It says there in, in uh, the verses there, Jesus is the pioneer, verse, verse one and two there, uh, and perfecter of our faith. Consider him, it goes on to say, Paul says, who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Jesus is the start and finisher of our faith, the pioneer and perfecter. And we're to consider him who endured all that there is to endure in pain, and, but, but then was raised for the prize of, of the presence of the Father so that we won't lose heart. The word consider literally means this, reckon up and consider all of our lives to his experience and his endurance. Uh, so the comparison is to his trials. Compare your life and my life to his trial. It's nothing in comparison. And I don't say that lightly because you might be going through a difficult and challenging time right now. But look at his trial and endurance and his experience in, the, in his death and resurrection and, and his life. And, and, it's reckon, and consider this, how he, he triumphed, he will help you triumph too. And this is what he's basically saying there when we consider and reckon. Um, and why? So that you may not be exhausted. Uh, one translation says, losing heart, relaxing and fainting in your minds, says the Amplified translation. So in other words, consider the trials of Jesus, compare it to your life, and you might be going through a trial now, but, but it compared to his great power and strength that is that can be exerted in the resurrection power in your life right now so that you, you won't relax and faint in your mind. 
mind plays havoc when we're comparing ourselves to others, doesn't it? It really does. But focus on him. Focus on him. He helps us start and he will help you finish. Um, he's been through the pain and so much more. And as we call upon his strength and resurrection power, we'll be able to run and win. Run the race and win and run our own race. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, help us as we seek now to focus our eyes on you. And I pray that you'll help people this morning that maybe as we're living in challenging times, worrying times, um, times of maybe anxiety in, in family and, and maybe people's health this morning, maybe even with work and the uncertainty of work and life and career, we just want to just see you in the midst of our hearts and lives. And I pray you'll help people listening right now, maybe if they compare themselves to others, that they'll just let go of that comparison. If there are people that struggle with that right now, that we might see you. Help us fix and focus on you, Jesus, that as we gaze and see you, that you will amaze us in our lives, um, answer in our hearts, lives, homes and family, that we might be able to live for you and feel fulfilled in living lives that are according to your plan and the race that you've marked out for us. When we do that, we'll win. In your name we pray. Amen.